Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Friday, July the 21st, 2017. Uh, it will be Mr. Black and I carrying the intro to this while our typical weekly conundrums continue. <laughs> uh, this time, this time, this time, a last second USB issue uh, for, for panic of all things, a USB issue. Go fucking figure. Uh, mm. But uh, <laughs> make your audio simpler. I can't. It's the USB cable. <laughs> can't can't get any more straightforward. Oh well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It's another technical awful podcast. Uh, despite it being a almost sort of slow week for game news this week, uh, I can say that uh, the movie and TV side certainly didn't slow down. Holy shit! Just about no. the entire world blew up this week. So we've got we've got uh, we've got lots of stuff to uh, to talk about. Regardless, Woo-loo-loo. there we go. Press buttons and things happen. Uh, we got so yeah, we have lots of stuff to to talk about uh, on one or the other half of this. You know what, Mister Black? Let me inform you of something amazing, real quick here, right off the rip. I'm streaming last night. I'm finally playing Persona Five. It's the, one of the, the greatest things I've been able to do in forever. But somebody in chat says to me, says Adam, loving technical alpha, think it's fucking fantastic. I had a crazy idea. I said, what was your crazy idea? He said, you don't, you know, you don't, I hope this is not too forward. He actually said that. I was like, all right, it's okay, bro. I'm not going to bite your head off. It's just it's okay. okay. It's like, I hope not too forward. But what if you called the two sections, side A and side B? Because we're already using a tape deck as the freaking logo. I got that. I got that. Side A and side B. I was like, oh, shit. I like it. Oh, I might have to use that. He was like, it's all yours. It's like, oh. Oh. Someone send this man a sticker. He's in chat right now. Gen Zero. There you go. Yes. Someone send this man a sticker. (laughs) Oh, that's my man, Gen. He needs a sticker for that. He needs a sticker for that. Oh, shit. What up, Gen? There we go. That's what's up. Oh my god. I was like, yes, please. Let's do that. And so, uh, before I forget, it's probably going to be <laughs> forgotten, but I'll try my best. Side A and side B. Uh, for sure. Mr. Black, you've had a hell of a week. I don't want to take up the first full hour, because I know you're capable, but uh, in in 45, excuse me, 45 seconds or less... Uh, what's the, what's the general lowdown in the world of automobiles in the, uh, in the black household? <laughs> um, well, I, for those that don't know, I had taken delivery of my AMG C63S Coupe 2018. Uh, turns out they accidentally released the vehicle to me. There was a mix up somewhere either at the dealership or the port. And, uh, I'm, I'm really simplifying this right now. And, uh, they wanted my car back. And, uh, well, I didn't want to give my car back because I had all kinds of plans. And, uh, yeah, after four days of nonstop going back and forth down to the dealership, uh, finally I made a video explaining my, uh, frustrations with the customer service, um, and just, just a crappy, um, scenario that I was put in Anti. and, and uh, yeah, the vice president of Mercedes Canada called me, and we uh, 
we uh, settled everything and um you know they it was it was the type what he did in terms of um the way he approached it and he looked at it as if it was his vehicle and it was hit in his position um he he did it perfectly i mean it was what i was expecting to get from either the dealership or somebody in Ontario or something like that. But, uh, yeah, it all got solved. It was, it was a busy week. Uh, it made headlines. Uh, it made car magazines. It was front page Reddit. Uh, it was the number one thing on Reddit under cars for a while. Um, had a lot of people that were for me. And then I had a lot of salty people that were complaining <laughs> that, you know, a guy buys a really expensive car and he can't drive it for a month or two. Uh, boo hoo! Yeah. First world problems. Fuck you, buddy. I think I even heard someone say, "Kill yourself and fuck your wife" or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> so what, you know, in what, or, in what really, order? Uh, in what order? Fuck your wife was at the end, but I don't know how okay. that would be possible. But either way, um, it would be awkward. Uh, but it, everything, everything is cool. I picked up a loaner vehicle and dropped my car off back at the dealership. So right now I'm driving a 2017. Uh, AMG SL63, which is uh, Mercedes' most luxurious cruiser. It's a $200,000 car, and it is absolutely amazing. It is, it, what's nice about it is it's different than my car. It's, they're not in the same class. They're not the same type of beast. So I thought for a little while, and still to an extent, I was going to get into this car and then when I get back into my car, not like my car as much, but it, it they're so different. The only thing that I wish my car had that this car has is the seats. The seats in this car are absolutely the most comfortable uh, thing I've ever sat in. They massage you when you're going around corners. The 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 sides of the chairs and your lumbar all tightens up to keep you in the same position, no matter how you're slanted and stuff. It's just amazing. The technology, uh, I thought my car was like, you know, crazy in terms of being luxurious. This is literally, this is like driving a private jet. It's pretty damn cool. <laughs> so, um, and of course, you know, it's a convertible as well. It's a hard top. So uh, I'll be able to enjoy the rest of the summer in that. And I got my fingers crossed that my car will be regulated uh, sooner than later. But if not, at least I have this beautiful car. Uh, if you guys want to hear more, you can go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Maximus Black. There are several videos out about it um they are heavily viewed and a lot of people are talking about it and uh, it's at the very least it's it's been a good exposure for my kickoff uh doing um car stuff so i guess there was that good that came out of it well there you go it's been uh it's 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 been a a ride so to speak for sure uh and uh i just Watching it all from the sidelines has been such a gong show. The whole thing, the whole thing, top to bottom. So I'm glad. I'm glad there has been resolution. I'm, I'm yeah. glad that that it has, it has, uh, it has come to uh, to a close. Uh, Picnic, you've managed to get your microphone back, so that's good. Welcome yeah, back, I don't sir. know. All, all my USB ports just turned off for some reason. Never happened on this. That's PC problematic. Yeah. USB ports are mildly useful. Yeah, uh, yeah. on a computer. So, uh, it's good. It's good that you found a working one. Uh, how was your uh, week, sir? Anything, anything new and exciting in your world? 
Um, I've got the full audio stuff all set up. Everything's working perfectly mm. other than my USB ports, apparently. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been a relatively long week at work. Um, looking forward to having a weekend off filled with family events. But other than that, it should be, uh, should be a pretty good weekend. Fingers crossed. Yes. I was, uh, following along Jeff's shenanigans over the week kept me mildly entertained. It's, it was a long week, brother. I think... What is it? It's the seven. Oh, it's the twenty first. I think yeah. I may have been on the stream. I think I may have streamed like fucking seven times this month. <laughs> I it has like it has literally consumed my life. Like first it was getting the car and absolutely loving it and like going out and enjoying it and driving it in the morning and then late at night and getting some stuff done. But between like Las Vegas and then coming home and then getting the car and then all this going down, man, it has been. It has not been the most productive. Uh, last week for me in terms of like workload. So I've got a whole bunch of stuff to do. It's going to be some long days, long nights for the rest of the month, but uh, it's all good. I mean, I first world problems, right? <laughs> this is definitely a first world problem. I mean, that has got to be fucking top, <laughs> top five first world problems. Shit, I had to trade in my, my $100,000 car for a month <laughs> to drive a $200,000 car for a month. <laughs> In the process. Fuck. Oh, God. I don't know how I'm going to make it for the rest of the week. It's just going to be hard. We're going to have to scrape by. Uh, Speaking of hard and scraping by, the news in gaming this week has been brutal. I got some shit that I can add this week, bro. I got some tech shit I can add this week. You have tech tech shit. shit. I got tech shit. 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 It's sponsored, but I got some tech shit. Oh, oh no! It's shameless, oh, my but God. I'm not. Hey, I'm not hold getting on, paid. I'm, I'm not ask. getting. All right. Did you, did you, you got <laughs> one of those. You got one of those ass hats, didn't you? Yeah. I swear to God. Oh no! Here oh. we go. What is it? All right. Oh so boy. This is this is um, Atari's new line of audio hats. So basically, okay. it is um. Like I'm not getting paid to 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 shout it out here on Technical Alpha, but since you know it is a tech thing and I have used it, I will talk about it. So honestly, man, um, one of my <laughs> agents said said, "Hey, you know, there's an opportunity here. Atari um is about to to release these hats. You do a lot of retro stuff, and it just you know it's a perfect perfect match." Honestly, when he told me so, when he told me about this thing, I was like, uh. Well, of course, you know, it's Atari, I'll give it a shot. I mean, I like the brand. Um, but when I when I was told that this hat, for example, it's it's really big right now because I don't have it all tightened up in the back, but I look a little, <laughs> look a little goofy right now. But um, so this hat, for those that are just listening audio-wise, it looks like a normal hat, okay? it The, the beak is a little thicker than normal, uh, but it looks like a, a regular hat. But what this does is if you look up underneath, Oh god. You see those okay. you see those speakers up there? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So here's here's the cool thing about it. <laughs> they sent me it. They said you're one of the first to receive it in the world. There's like a select number of influencers and stuff that they're sending the, these things out to and uh I don't know what kind of media or whatever. But what what you can do with this thing. Now listen to this. So I don't want to copyright us here, but let me uh let me just go with uh I don't know. We'll go with this here. So, I don't know if you can hear this right now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the most underrated. Everybody say they spitting fire like a dragon nigga. Watch me come and slam. Coming from the basement. 
So what it does is it's got Bluetooth, and you can listen to your music with your hat on. Um, I I was expecting this, honest to God, dude. Like, there's certain things, like opportunities that come up where I'm like, uh, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to like this. I put it on, and I'm blown away by the sound quality. I mean, it's hard to to do that, like, through a microphone and then through the internets and stuff. But when you're actually, you have it on your head, you can really hear the music so well. Um, there, it's There's a decent amount of bass. It, it sounds great. Um, I loved it for my audiobooks. So I was just kind of driving in my car, and I just had an audiobook playing. And, it, and it's just loud enough that I can hear it, and the people around me can barely hear anything or... You know, it's just kind of to myself. And then also there's uh, headphones here and there is a headphone jack that you can plug in and uh, it just kind of comes down. They're not very long, so you can't really see them all that all that well, which is good. So they're kind of hidden. So you can either use your earbuds or the hat itself. Um, And then apparently there's a lot of other capabilities that this thing can do that they haven't even announced yet. So uh, they're going to be announcing a bunch of things this weekend and, you know, in the weeks to come. And there's more features to the hat that isn't that hasn't even been announced that we don't even know about. So as of right now, I'm just using it as a music player and mainly for my audiobooks. Uh, it's great. I love it. It so sounds Jeff, good. It's it's great. What happens the, when you get real... caught in the rain? Well, I was gonna. I, I actually shot that message. I I put a post on Instagram and I um I showed it off. And one guy said, "Is it waterproof?" And so I messaged my rep. To ask what kind of the what kind of the things are for for water. Obviously, I don't think you're going to be able to like you know go into a pool with it or something. Like, why would you have your hat in a pool? But um, I would imagine you know rain wise, it would totally be fine. The speakers are underneath the visor, and also the the uh, the like the tech stuff, like where the the Bluetooth and everything plugs in. It plugs in like via USB. I think it's a micro USB where you can charge it. Stuff like that. Um, that's all tucked up underneath, and it's it's very well protected, like super well protected. So I couldn't see water actually getting into, you know, the the electrical wires and shit like that. So, um, and you wouldn't even know, honestly, man. Like if I was just chilling and walking down the street, you would not know that this was a speaker hat. It looks like a regular hat. Obviously, if I'm up like that, you can. Kind of you obviously you, you would take have notice. You would have no idea that it was a speaker hat until <laughs> you were playing music on your speaker hat, and then yeah. it would make a little bit more sense. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I think I think it's cool. Um, personally, I'm not a huge fan of uh, this specific uh, model of it in terms of like color and stuff. The black I'm not, on black. The black on, on black. black. I, I I mean, you know, it looks good on me and stuff. Like I got to change the stuff like uh, the tighten it and shit but um overall man it's i love it i absolutely love it i'm gonna wait i'm actually gonna ask them if they'll send me a different one uh like another see what colors they have because i know they have multiple different colors and then different designs and stuff uh but in terms of testing the tech this is great so what i guess my immediate question is if this was this is what I can't shake, okay? You you watch a lot of uh like the Dragon's Den and the Shark Tank, okay? <laughs> yeah. This yeah. you know what this screams to me? This screams to me that there was like a 50 something year old man that's like an, an avid inventor in his basement and he's been down there forever and he's been trying to figure out why kids love Lucky Charms. 
And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the idea came, you know, why why would we wear earbuds when we could have speakers on the brim of our hat? And then you brought that in in front of investors and somebody actually bit on that. Uh, mm. I... It's I get I get conceptually and it probably does sound relatively well because honestly the speakers are probably not just under the brim but they're probably also cantered towards your face your eyeballs are yeah, soaking in all of that HD it sound definitely, definitely is <laughs> but, and sorry uh, to cut you off but like even yeah, when I no. have the hat on the desk or on my dresser like last night I was yeah. listening to a book and I just had it on my dresser not even on my head and you can hear it perfectly fine it's just like playing yeah. like a little you know, a little speaker or something like that. So it's great. You know, is it going to be for everybody? Absolutely not. But the thought of just having your hat and if you're walking down a trail and you don't want to have little earbuds in that fall out or whatever, if you're just walking around, I can really see this being a cool thing for skateboarders and shit. Like if they're on, they're on their skateboard at the park and they have their own little music playing and you know, they're, they're doing their, they're doing their thing. I I think it's a really cool uh, thing. And funny enough, when I used to work construction, I always told my dad because we had to wear obviously we, we had to wear hard hats on every job. If you yeah, weren't yeah. wearing a hard hat, you're you're well you're getting Came off over. the job. Yeah, you're getting fired or you're you know you're you're a liability. So I always had this um, this idea because my dad used to play this old '80s rock and stuff and and these oldies music and every area that you're kind of in on every floor. So if we were on a building and a building a condo or an apartment building, we'd be in one or two units, you know, jip rocking and, and steel studying and stuff. And then we would be playing their own music. And then like two units down, there'd be another crew. They'd be playing their own music. I always had this idea of a hard hat that played its own music so that you could uh, listen uh, to your own Music. It obviously you wouldn't be super loud because also there is you have to be able to hear uh, everything safety, going around. There's you. safety. Yeah, there's safety reasons for it. So obviously you'd have to regulate it to to a certain level of volume. A reasonable just, listening volume. Exactly. But just so you can hear it yourself. And I always used to hate going into my pouch and trying to find a pencil to like write on the jip rock on for numbers and stuff. So I had a vision of on your hard hat having a place where you can just clip a pencil, like easy access for your pencil. I had like this this hard hat uh, idea. Util- and- utility belt hat. Exactly, <laughs> where it's just kind of all there because you're wearing it all the time anyway. What and it's so easy. What would you call this hat, Jeff? What, what uh, you was know the what? name in your head? I had a name and I forget what it was. It it had something to do with like helper or something. I, I, the the helmet helper, or, uh, the, the I don't know what I had. I <laughs> It was some this kind of helper. Like the shopping, this is like the shopping channel right now. I feel like I'm going to have like somebody on the shopping channel selling me this shit for like a, th- a half hour block. The hat well, under the, the, the hat helper. Like so, the infomercial. <laughs> so when I heard about this Atari hat, I instantly thought of the thing that I was thinking of many years ago. And I just like the idea of just having your own personal music or whatever playing, especially now that I'm heavy into audiobooks. It's just, it's great. It's good for me. It's like a niche thing. Not everybody's going to want to like sport an Atari hat with that plays music, but I think in, in the right circumstances, it's a it's a pretty cool invention. I guess. I, I'm just trying to like I, I, I'm just and I'm not just like, saying that because I'm getting paid. I'm no I'm no honest I get you. To God I, I, not I, I, like I if you. I didn't like it, I wouldn't even have brought it up here on the podcast. I would have <laughs> done my 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 obligations, and that would have been the show. But I really like it. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I, I, I get you. I'm just like, you know, I'm trying to think of all the venues in which you could, you know, that two things necessitate wearing a hat or that you would want to wear a hat and then would be acceptable to be playing your own music, not out of headphones. So like, if you're just, you know, walking down a street and you're just playing your own music, have we just turned into like the, the, the eighties, nineties, you know, you get a boom box on your shoulder and you're walking around the fucking like city, I, except now it's in your hat. I always, <laughs> I've always envisioned, you know, somebody that's out at the park, somebody that's, you know, a skateboarder, uh, somebody at the beach, just chilling, laying on the beach with their hat on, uh, soaking up some rays, got their own personal music. I mean, there's a lot of different ways, and you can also substitute it for um, a speaker or whatever, like I did last night, just kind of listening to an audiobook that's just sitting there, and also you don't need to, just because you're wearing the hat, doesn't mean you need to be listening to music. You can just well, kind of, of wear not. the hat no. as a fashion yeah. thing, because it is Atari, yeah. and you're repping the brand, but you just have that capability of playing music or even turning it into your own headphones, so you can plug headphones into it. And you just have to charge it like you would your phone or whatever. So what you're telling me is this is great for porn. <laughs> might be. <laughs> Adam's just going to be sitting might, at home all of a sudden just wearing a hat all the time. Wearing a hat for no reason. more can be done. Mums are going to be walking into bedrooms and the son's going to be inside with a hat on. They're going to be like, what are you doing? What are you, do what are you doing? Nothing, mom. I'm just, my head was cold. Uh, well, no, it looks, it looks like, it looks like it's, it definitely has applications and it's, uh, uh, I'm, I will be, I will be interested to see how well it sells. Like if they're actually yeah. going to put this up on a website and physically, you know, be pushing this, the, this I thing, think so. I think they're going uh, to, yeah. then yeah, then I, I'm, I'm interested because it might be one of those it's things not for where you, it has Adam. to be. It's, it's, it's not well, for you. No, no, of right, course not. Yes. But I want to. Uh, but it's one of those things that like would probably have to be out there, and then somebody is going to figure out what exactly this is super useful for, and then it will all make sense. Yeah. It's like before that, it just for whatever reason doesn't make sense, and then all of a sudden, everyone's got fidget spinners, right? It's just yeah, kind of honestly, man. I I think it's just a cool factor. I think it's a. I think it's mm. a conversational piece. I think it's cool. Um, Does it come with a sticker a on the brim, though, Jeff? No, there's no sticker on the brim. It oh, didn't even come up, in a box. See? Like they, they just they're missing, they're it in, missing into the a whole market now. They're there missing no the manual, whole market. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you wanna tap into the black community. You need the sticker yeah, you gotta get and the tag to keep on there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you need you need pre programmed future music and designer music <laughs> and Kanye West. If you get you can get a deal with Kanye, it's on like it Donkey comes, Kong. It, it comes preloaded with 808s well, and heartbreak. You got the uh, you got the uh, you got the Atari hat, the Ariana Grande cat headphone things yes. she branded onto. I was like, oh my god, oh boy. So that yeah, there amazing. it is. So there, there's, awesome. there's my tech talk. Well, hey, that's that's fantastic. I I, I do. I kind of look forward to seeing what people end up inevitably. You know, the applications for that thing for sure. I just all the frat boys are salty. As somebody said in chat, because you can't wear that bitch backwards. You're not hearing shit. You put that thing on backwards, and it's going to be the person behind you hearing all of it. So, uh, but anyway, anyway, video game stop. I'm glad you talked about that though, because there's a couple things here that are going to get combined, and some of this stuff isn't like super long talking points. The first thing we wanted to cover real quick is, uh, and it will be real quick because I'm 99% sure none of us have actually played it. Uh, and that's the Destiny 2 beta. Nope. Uh, the, the Destiny... Uh, it's on console only. 
Yeah, for now, anyway. I think they have a, a PC beta forthcoming. It's just not currently. Uh, but uh, the, the general lowdown, I guess, I can just go over it real quick, and if there's any added thoughts, we can. If not, then we'll move on. I just want to talk about it because it's a relatively big big thing. It happened. Um, yeah, it happened. Uh, so the, the talking points that, that I keep seeing everywhere are a couple things. One, regardless of console, this bad boy's rocking 30 frames a second. Locked in. That's pretty that by shite. itself, that Why? by itself just hurt, just hurts me a bit. You know, there there are genres in which thirty FPS, it's not the end of the world. It kind of just, you know, it's there, and you know, it's it's kind of bothersome, but it's not something that completely detracts from uh, the experience or feels off. I feel like if there was one genre that at this point in time, like if this was years ago, maybe not so much, but at this point in time, if an FPS is not at 60 frames a second or higher it feels weird like it feels really like like sluggish yeah. and and kind of like something's not quite right um so that was a weird and i i can understand why they did that if they were trying to increase the graphic fidelity but they have to make it work on playstation 4 and xbox one playstation 4 pro and and eventually the the xbox one x they all are going to be playing, you know, between those individual consoles, they're going to be playing together online. So if you give like the PS4 Pro 60 FPS and the regular ass PS4 has got 30 FPS, there's a distinct advantage going towards the person with twice the frame rate. So they can't quite do it. It's just very weird. Like other games have just reduced the graphical fidelity or the, or the resolution to maintain a higher frame rate. I think that might've been a better choice here just because it's an FPS. But the other talking point is that, um, before I hand it off, if you guys have any thoughts, is that it seems to be relatively divided. I've seen a lot of comments. Uh, I watched a bunch of streams, because I have a couple of people that I that I watched that are pretty hardcore into Destiny, uh, and I've played a lot of it in the past, uh, the, the <laughs> first game. And I'm either getting that they're super excited about it, because it's more destiny for for you know better or worse and then i've got people that are just like this is just not all that hot it's not it's not uh it doesn't feel like it's enough um and uh however the prevailing thing that i will say the props for them i guess is that network wise everything seems to be okay right now nothing has exploded which is in this day and age a miracle because pretty much every multiplayer game that goes live these days explodes for the first like six weeks it launches so they've managed to get that down but it doesn't seem like it's (laughs) anything special i don't know if that's something that people should have expected or not but but yeah i wasn't expecting it i I was expecting a destiny 1.2 or 1.5 that's what i was expecting Mm. and i think that's what we're getting honestly it didn't look all Mm. that new it looked like it what it's like Pretty much like Brood War, for what was Brood War to StarCraft is what we're getting. Um, it looks like yeah. they added some other stuff, but we'll see. Yeah, the thing that the thing that struck me the most because one of the things people are obviously have been talking a lot about is the campaign aspect to this one, and uh, there, you know, in the beta there is a campaign lead up, right? It's not all multiplayer. They have a campaign, yeah. kind of like tidbit in there, and I watched somebody play through the entirety of that, and it was really bad, <laughs> like. 
Like, really bad. Bad, bad not in terms of, like, it looked awful or anything. I mean, it's 30 FPS, but, you know, graphically, at 30 FPS, whatever, it looked, you know, there's some flashy shit going on. But at the end of this demo, the dude standing over top of your, you know, voiceless character or whatever, or your character that has, like, the generic voice, and uh, is, like, something about how... Um, you know, your kind has like forgotten, you know, what it is to fear death or some weird thing like that. And I'm going to remind you. And then it was the, you know, hanging on the ledge, looking up, oh God, please no type shit. Uh, and then he just like drops that cheesy one liner. The actual cheesy. Oh yeah. But then he drops a cheesy line and then just like boots you off like fucking Sparta. And then you just fall off and you're like, oh. Oh God! And it's like you know, late title card, and it was so cheese. Uh, it was it was not all that hot. So I will wait and see more. Maybe when the PC thing comes around, I'll be more inclined to. Yeah, like actually give try it. A go. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely but um, because the PC is obviously 60 FPS because the PC will be in its own environment. It won't be cl- across platform. So they can allow it to, you know, operate at reasonable frame rates. So that will be interesting. And I want to say that that, yeah, beta was slated for not too long from now. Maybe like within a month or so, I want to say. Um, I'm hearing um, August. Yes. So we'll, we, will, we will have probably more on that. Because I imagine all three of us might be digging into the PC version of it. So we'll probably have oh, some I'm more sure. yeah, things to talk about uh, when that comes around. Uh, moving on to the next thing, I don't know if this is going to shock anyone at this point, but hey, remember how Nintendo, uh, is doing all these little classic consoles and they just keep, keep, you know, going on a roll? Uh, Nintendo filed for, um, filed for trademark that is leading people to believe that, shocker, we might get a Nintendo 64 classic. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's old enough what? for it yet. Oh, I do. I do. Is it, well, uh, I mean, honestly, it was, what, it's honestly, I don't right? think. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. It's a. It's so much a retro play. I think that this is more of a, of a nostalgia play. Yeah, I, I think that's a good way to put it. it it's to me playing the N sixty four is almost like playing the Super Nintendo. I'm playing it because I have nostalgia. That's the best way to put it. And I want to just play old classics because most games these days just do not feel classic anymore. So yeah. um, I think it's a great idea. I I, I, I think they... I, I don't think they should go beyond that. Obviously, if they do like GameCube, that's a little... Now, that's too recent, I would say. But I, think, I don't even think they could physically do that without costing too much. Yeah, I think the N64 is great, and um, it's also still cart-based. You know, it's not disc. It's still cart-based, and now we'll be able to get it non-cart-based, you know, in a USB form. The games probably aren't that big in terms what of file. What games do you think they would put on the N64 Classic? I think, um, you know, 007, uh, Mario 64, probably Donkey Kong 64, um... I don't know. I mean, probably just a bunch of classics. Zelda would definitely be on there. Ocarina of Time would definitely go on there. Jet Force Gemini, maybe. Yeah, they would probably put that on there. Just a lot of uh, of of classics. Harvest Moon. It's possible, yeah. 
Oh, Mario, Mario 64. Kart. Yeah, Mario Kart 64 for sure. And and Mario 64. Star Fox. Uh, I think that's, I think yeah, that's Mar- like Mario, the yeah. easiest call is that Mario 64 would be on it. Um, no, I like I mean, the there's, idea. There's a, there's a ton. I mean, the, yeah, the, like the list for N64 is is like it's a solid nigh list. on infinite. Yeah, there's a lot they can draw from, and a lot of them are first party. Um, I mean, really, most of the stuff that we just that we just listed or would list, most people would list. Freaking got a mustache hair, keeps wanting to go up my nose. Um, is uh, you know either first party or rare. Mm-hmm. Which covers a huge chunk of what people would go back and refer to for Nintendo 64 classics. There are obviously games that you know lie outside of those two categories, but they're not perhaps as as long as it would be uh with with uh first party and rare. So it uh, it wouldn't shock me if this happens. I think it would have to cost more because to emulate the N64, now we're getting into territory where the processing power is definitely like orders of magnitude higher than uh than like a Super Nintendo and certainly a Nintendo Entertainment System. So uh, so that's going to be fun to see how they pull it off. Controllers as well are a little bit more intricate than uh, than the previous controllers. And Yeah, that's going to be interesting how they recreate that. So, you know, how far are they going to go to recreate it? And, you know, will they... See, here's what I learned when I... Um, when you know when since since the the guys uh, some of the guys when they come over will still occasionally play uh goldeneye and and mario kart and all that shit right mm-hmm. it got to the point obviously where it's been it's it's very difficult to find an honest to goodness original n64 controller that's new like and if you find it you're paying like a hundred dollars for a fucking controller well, if you it's can not get, been you can touched. get um I, I, yes if if you want to I mean, a hundred bucks. I mean, I, okay, that's a bit of an exaggeration, but You're if probably you probably get for like fifty, sixty, can't you? Um, you can actually you can order generic ones now. If you want oh. original Nintendo ones, that's going to cost you forty, fifty bucks. Um, yeah. to to get a good stick, I, they come up all the time here locally where you can get them for like twenty, twenty five bucks. But uh, you can get third party N sixty four controllers that work perfectly, and uh, they're just a little cheaper. Like the, they're still making you know, them. Oh yeah, yeah, you no, could, like, yeah. You could go down to that uh, last game store, and they have a bunch of them there. Yeah, that you they, can buy. they I think the, they're like twenty bucks. Uh, twenty. Yeah, bucks I a have. Pop. I have some of the third party ones. They, they, depending on the game that you're playing, they either work perfectly fine, or it's a nightmare. And and unfortunately, the two games that that I've played in which in which anything but an original controller. Uh, doesn't fly all that well with is Mario Kart and Goldeneye. Uh, Goldeneye specifically will show whether or not your controller is a piece of shit uh, or if it's any good because the dead zone on the stick for mm. how it aims in that game and how they handled uh, aiming is crazy. For example, um, some of my original controllers, the stick went on them and I went out and I bought replacement springs and sticks to manually I took the fucking like box apart inside the controller and redid the springs and everything. It was like the dumbest puzzle I've ever had to try and put together in my life because as soon as that comes apart, it's a fucking mess to try and put that back together. And you've got like the got giant all, fingers. Yeah, and I've got I've got you know bigger hands, not all that fun. But I, I got it all back together and the new spring, you couldn't play games with it. The dead zone was <laughs> fucked. 
it, it would it would like if you're in if you're in Mario Kart, you'd you'd either be driving a straight line or you'd be doing a ninety degree angle to the left or right, and those were your two options. If you were in Goldeneye, if you were har- holding R1 to aim, and you were trying to aim, it was like fucking, you just, you were all over the screen. You were fucking, like, shooting around people. You'd never actually hit anybody. It was it was a complete mess. So then I took them back apart. I put the old springs on new sticks, and that got closer. But it was it was surprising to me how um, how much difference existed when you touched anything that wasn't like an honest goodness original i had one controller that had not been played much in the you know forever many years i've had it and that one um plays everything beautifully everything's perfectly fine so i mean if i find if i find a 40 dollar n64 controller that's like pretty much untouched then shit i'm all over that because all my other options have been have been pretty crap uh otherwise yeah jeff's got, got one in box right here just gonna blow your mind real quick. Look at this. Oh no, I've, so, I've seen this. That one's still uh, yeah, in, the, in the friggin' plastic. So yeah, if there's people that are seeing this here on YouTube or on the stream, I've legit got an actual N64 controller, brand new, still in the plastic. Still in the plastic. It's one of the. It's for those listening at home. It's one of the purple ones that were uh, that were see through. Yeah. Oh yeah, the that's super limited one. edition one that they had. Yeah, and uh, and it's yeah, it's complete in box, in bag, untouched, sat in a corner somewhere, never even got bumped. Yep, uh, I have the same just- thing for the console as well. I have the Atomic Purple uh, console bundle, uh, brand new, still in box, <laughs> everything's still in plastic back there. It's like it's like euphoric when you just diddle the fucking stick because it's just the snap back on it. And you're like, oh. Oh, uh, it just snaps I, right I, back you know in what? place. I think it's I think it's safe to say instead of you know, talking about the sticks for too long. The they're yes, gonna exactly. they're gonna make no, the, it's a Nintendo. They're gonna, they're make, gonna make good yeah. sticks. They're gonna yes. they're gonna figure out the controller. It's yes. it's not gonna it'll, be it'll, like your it'll, it'll be shitty fine. third party if, shit. Yeah. If there were any that I would be interested in buying, I you know, NES, Super Nintendo, whatever, N sixty four for me is where I would want to get into it. If those two titles, which would be shocking if they weren't, oh, but the, the bond the bond the bond license is up in you know it's sketchy uh, as to you know whether or not they'd be able to still use dark. it. Uh, yeah, James perfect Bond might 007 will definitely be on that console. Uh, but if that and Mario Kart are on there, those are the only two titles I need to see, and I'm an instant purchase, and I will yep. buy four controllers, and I will be oh yeah all over It'd that shit yep. immediately. But yeah, so that's that's coming. It's probably going to be dope. Uh, we have no idea. It's just rumored, really, for now. But you know it's going to happen. It's just a matter of oh. time. Hundred percent. First, we have to first we have to let the SNES one simmer for a little bit, and then uh, go from there. Uh, in a similar vein, uh, the Genesis flashback and Atari flashback are coming, yep. and they've been priced, and game lists and everything have have been put out. Um, and these two are dope deals. Um, Atari, I don't really care all that much. It's kind of whatever to me. I mean, if you really want to go back and, and, uh, play Pong and, and Space Invaders and stuff, then, um, all for it. But I don't need to spend $80 to play Pong and Space Invaders. But on the Genesis, there are some fire games on that thing. And there are a number of games the on Genesis that. Genesis is the-, the one I'm interested in because Genesis was a console I had when I was a kid. I, I didn't have an SNES yes. at home. So yes, eighty-five me, was, games, eighty-five yeah. games on that, and 
it will take original carts and play original carts. Yeah, that's dope. Which is fire. Very dope. That's very absolute fucking fire. Very and outputs seven twenty p on right HDMI. There. Yeah, that thing, and it has the save pause rewind feature for every game, all eighty five games. Some of the games on there, uh, I actually have. Where where to put that? I have I have the uh, the PDF from the website from the company that's doing this. Uh, Comic Zone, one of the best games from that era. Uh, by Miles. It also it's got Golden Axe one, two, and three mm. on that. It's got uh, I think it has uh, where's the the Fantasy Star is on here as well as Fantasy Star three. Mortal Kombat two and three mm. uh, is, uh, are on here. Several Sonic games, of course, like Sonic and Knuckles, uh, Sonic Hedgehog where two, three D Blast. Uh, you have to go to the the website. It's actually linked on that. Um, I have the website open. I'm not going to see a list. If you if you click on the upcoming products thing about midway down the page, you'll find it on ah. there, and you click on it, and it will download the PDF. Ooh. Um, oh man, what else is what else is here? Uh, there's 85 Vector games. Man. It's going to be like every good. I mean, there's, there's only so many good Sega games. So yeah, it'll I mean, have there's all the there's, good ones. there's some stuff on here that I would have liked to have seen that that aren't there. Like Road Rash would have been pretty good to have on there. That you know oh, that's definitely. not there. Um, but there is a, a lot of really good games on here, but I think the biggest thing is, and I didn't expect it, but the fact that, well, first of all, it comes with two controllers, which is absolutely dope. And I think they're both wireless, but the, uh, the fact that it will still play original carts yeah, that's, is amazing. That is actually, that's genius. I, I still have my Genesis carts around somewhere. Yeah. The, so, the Genesis, Genesis is one of my favorite consoles to collect for just because of the boxes i love the boxes of sega they're big thick plastic you can throw them at a wall they don't yep. break easily unlike you know the nintendo or super nintendo flaky cardboard uh which you know look great when they're in good condition but sega just holds out i mean i don't have a lot of sega games Those because like they are cassette things too they're just ginormous yeah and they're the it's Sega stuff is hard to find, man, and it's mm-hmm. and it's also hard to sell because out of all the the retro stuff that I've been collecting, I've come to learn not even just here in this city, but just all the other YouTubers and guys that I follow and watch. Sega is the hardest out of Nintendo, Super Nintendo, N sixty four, GameCube, Sega. Sega is one of those ones that people don't like buying for all that much because typically most Sega lovers love a few Sega titles, and that's the show. Um, although the Sega sold really well, for some reason it isn't as nostalgic as some of the older Nintendo consoles. Now, I'm being very general. There are probably people that are like, dude, shut the fuck up. I love Sega. In fact, Sega is my favorite. I get it. It didn't but have the, as many franchises as Nintendo. Like it had a couple of big ones, but it was mostly just like a lot of those. Like I don't even know how to describe the games. Yeah, like they weren't the games that stuck with you. They weren't like the super ultra memorable characters. They were like the actiony games. It's and, like, like the sports games. It's like when the whole world watches Game of Thrones and everybody loves Game of Thrones. You know that is Nintendo Super Nintendo in the retro world. Well, Sega is like Vikings. You know, it's a great show. A lot of people love it, watch it. 
it's miss it's it's not as appreciated as it should be although people do love the show but it's just not on that scale it is more about a personal connection instead of just owning a Nintendo or Super Nintendo knowing that you're going to get something that you like usually people that buy Sega stuff it's it there there's purpose to it when people buy Nintendo shit it's just buying the next Nintendo shit if you're going to go out and you're going to spend your money on a Sega product like this Sega Mini or whatever, um, those are going to be people that have a mission. They're out to play a specific game. They're out to to have that moment. When you go out to buy a Nintendo, it's like, let's go line up at Best Buy and just buy the next thing. We don't even know why we're buying this shit. You know what I mean? So there's a little difference there. Yeah, uh, I, I just and the Atari not to not to completely you know brush under the rug. Same idea, huge list of games, and uh, I think it also top loads Atari games. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know if I read that wrong. Um, I don't know. I but, haven't looked uh, into it. I'm not a. I'm saying this right now because I'm I'm like have a sponsorship thing going on with Atari. But I <laughs> I um I I there there are games that I do like for the original Atari, but it's just before my time. I yeah, do not have I do not have the nostalgia for the system as other people. Um th- that's typically I uh, most people that collect for Atari and that talk about it like when I got that big lot of video games I sold off all my Atari games because I just don't collect for it. And there comes a point in time when you're a collector, you need to cut yourself off or you, you just become a hoarder and you're just going to have too much stuff. It becomes too, it's too much. So yeah. when I got, when I got all this, yeah. You don't, you don't want to play Space Attack or Space War or Starship or Star Strike. <laughs> well, you know what? A few of those <laughs> games actually aren't half bad, but I just... When the most people when they come and buy these games from me and or we're doing a trade, they're typically at least the age thirty. The vast majority of them were like late thirties, early forties in terms of age. So, you know, somebody our age, you know, between twenty eight and thirty, we're like right on the cusp. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's did we play it or not? I didn't play it as a kid. I played Atari when I was a teenager. Uh, but not a lot of it. I just it was expensive as fuck too. I mean, the Atari wasn't a cheap console, uh, especially not the twenty six hundred. So yeah. Well, here's the thing. I see they they have one hundred and five games. Mm-hmm. I don't see Pac Man on here. Uh, it's got one hundred and twenty apparently according to Gamespot. But if the list has got less than that, then then that's probably the more accurate if it's from their website. It yeah. doesn't, however, top load like the other one. Yeah. So it's yeah. one hundred and twenty titles. Yeah. Um, there's probably a reason for that. I would imagine if they did it for the Genesis and not Atari, I have to assume there's probably a pretty good reason for it. It does, however, come with two controllers once again, and I believe it also has, um, let's see, uh, just to confirm that. Yes, it also has two additional ports for wired controllers. So You know what would have been cool that we're missing from now the Atari, um... You know the Sega or the Sega Master System, uh, Nintendo, regular Nintendo. Wouldn't it have been cool to have a Duck Hunt gun and one that could work with your LCD screens because mm. that was the problem. That's... That was the problem with the Duck Hunt guns. Is when I when I sell Nintendo games, I or Nintendo systems you with need Duck a CRT. Hunt. You need an old CRT yeah. TV. Wouldn't it be it cool if they figured out one. a way? 
if they figured out a way that you could use the gun and wirelessly so that you could play Duck Hunt, a classic, on your uh, big screen TV. I think that would be a pretty hot seller too. Yeah, I think the I think well the challenge is of course you know those light guns relied on not just a CRT but it had to be a curved CRT like an original yep. one because the the curve is what threw the light back to the gun to show you where show the gun yep. where the fuck you just shot right so and with bigger TVs now there's like a variety of coatings on it you've got you've got straight glass you've got matte finishes all that crazy stuff all sorts of other shit so like i'm i'm sure they could rigged some shit up. I just don't know what it would be. There well, you are people noticed, that are, you know... That gun you, was you, brilliant for its time, if you think about it. Um, it was very, very, very Panic, the, the TV that you have, you have the OLED, right? Yeah. Okay, I think we have the same TV. Yeah, um, a little bit smaller. Yeah, so you know the controller, the remote, how it's almost like a wand, yeah. where you, you just move it around and it, there's a thing. If they use that technology in the gun... I think it could probably work. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I think that's the answer. I mean, if if (laughs) I don't know how expensive it it is, but if if it works, well, the problem is yes, obviously. I think that remote pairs with the TV. I don't know how you would pair the light gun with the TV to kind of know where the. Yeah, I'm sure they can figure it out. Yeah. Again, somebody, somebody, yeah, somebody who's intelligent can can put that that shit together. The switch simulate each individual ice cube in the controller. (laughs) They can figure out a light gun. That's right. Exactly. We can count the ice cubes. We can count the ice cubes. Well, moving moving on from that stuff as as dope as that all was. Base. I'm I'm really just tap top that off. That Genesis thing is dope as fuck. The fact that it plays cartridges. I like fire. And eighty eighty dollars US? Are you kidding me? It's a pretty That's, good deal. How do you how do you pass that up? Hopefully it doesn't come out and just suck balls. Just hopefully it doesn't. Just like it's like the most they complicated had some thing to get working. Some of their stuff they've released, so who knows? Yeah, we'll cross we'll cross fingers and 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 hope that that uh, that comes together. Just I guess to to tie this in with the uh, retroy stuff that we were just talking about. Um. There was a NES game that just sold for an absolute ridiculous amount of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I read about that. Uh, so, I mean, there are, uh, depending on, you know, how much you know about collecting video games and whatnot, there are a handful of uh, Nintendo Entertainment System cartridges that were super mm-hmm. limited run um, mm-hmm. And go for an absolutely astounding amount of money if you have one in good condition, or even if you just have one. Period. Sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter if if a bird took a shit on it. People don't really care. Just you have one of like five carts, and now you're going to make a lot of money. Um, mm-hmm. One of those is the Stadium Events cart, which was like an Olympic e uh, you know I ha- game I have that a- had a. I have a, a reproduction. It's the only reproduction cart that I own. Mm. It's a stadium event, and even the reproduction carts start at fifty bucks. Yeah, exactly. So. It's just it's a crazy rare game. I don't know how many original carts were. Well, what were is printed? a reproduction cart? So a reproduction is where it's it's a fake. So they they oh re- someone they, just made it. I'm yeah, sorry. Okay. yeah. They it makes it. You got to be careful, and that's one of the big things in in, in the retro world is is buying on eBay and stuff because there's people out there that will create a fake and sell it as if it's real. So most times when you're collecting and you're buying a game that's worth $100 or more, 
you always open up the um, the cart itself with these right here. These are uh, little micro screwdrivers. Yeah, yeah, so that'll open up a, a an N sixty four cart, a Super Nintendo, Nintendo. Uh, fakes aren't as popular for N64, so usually you're pretty good about those. There are some fake clay fighters out there, um, but the big one is Nintendo and Super Nintendo. Um, stadium events, one of the most reproduced, and the most reproduced one is the Nintendo or the World Championship carts. Yeah. You can even get gold ones. You can get the gray variants, everything. Those carts... Real will go for you know ten grand. You really kind of make your own price because there's only so many of them. Uh, stadium events, I think the just like a loose cart for stadium events is like four to five grand, just a cart. But if you have it in box complete, they go for. You almost can just name your price. You got one sealed, well, and that's where we're at right now. How much was it? And one sold in 2015 for somewhere around the 35 mark. Yeah. Um, So, like, I know this cartridge was, like, bundled with, like, the fitness thing they had, but why is it so expensive? Like, did Nintendo not move this at volume at all? Yeah, there there wasn't there wasn't many produced. It didn't do well. Um, I do believe it came with that big. Uh, yeah, it was the pad thing. That's yeah, it came yeah, the only way you could get it. So there wasn't many of them, and that was that's the show. There's just not a lot of them out there. Not a lot of them were sold. Not a lot of them were made. Um, sometimes what makes games more rare than others is. The fact that sometimes the games will come out at the end of the console's life cycle, and then there's only so many of them. Yeah. Sometimes there's only Japanese release games or American release games or variants of each. Sometimes there's a game that's released in both North America and Japan, and they're two totally different games. They're 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 the same conceptually, but there are different things about it. Like um uh, slaughterhouse for example you can get the one for the uh turbo graphics 16 where i think he's wearing the red mask i could be this could be backwards and if you get the japanese version it's the white mask i do believe but the the white mask one is more rare and more expensive uh all the artwork is different the mask in game is different and uh, I could have that mixed up, so if I <laughs> I do apologize, but you get the idea. There, there's there's many reasons why games are rarer than others. The vast majority of the time is it's either a limited release or only so many of them were sold or bought, or they try to destroy the game itself. There is something like a up with the game, a licensing issue. They tr- they burn them all in a dump in a dump fire somewhere, and then there's still some scattered around. And then there's also ones that kind of like the Star Fox 2 where games may have been made and they they never never got put out and there's a few out there and that's the show. With the World Nintendo one is is they had the championships and those carts were only given, the gold ones were only given to the winners. And I think there, I don't know how many there was, I think there's just a little over. What's on those gold carts? Like what's, what's special about them? Well, what what made them special is they they I do believe no. I know you had to win, but like what's like what is the actual content of the cartridge? 
Like, um, is it something like you put it in the console, it does something? Yeah, well, I think there's just a set of games of the games yeah. that they actually played in the championship uh, because yeah, I think it was a, a combination card, yeah. of a bunch of different games like mm. Tetris and, and uh, you know, Mario and different games like that. I could be wrong, but I, I think I'm right. Um, it's just a mixture of the games that they played. And depending on the place that you got, there was a gray variant and then there was the gold variant. You got the gold variant, you came in first place, and there was only so many of them. One guy in particular uh, went out. He was the smartest fuck, dude. When when Nintendo came, was doing their magazines, this guy posted an ad in the magazines and said he was looking to... Uh, or no, uh, in, in each magazine, they told the winners of each of those championships. And it would tell you the name of the person. So this guy, now later on, many years after the fact, went back and got all those magazines... And contacted as all of them on Facebook and other places and asked them if they still had the cart. Most of them had the cart. They just had it sitting in a basement somewhere. They didn't, you know, they didn't think anything of it. They're not like collectors. And so this guy went out and bought like 15 of them from all these different people. He flew out to meet people. Uh, He bought them and he basically just asked, how much do you want for these games? And uh, I think the, the 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 least amount that he paid for one was fifty bucks, and then the most was like twelve hundred or something. So he he got a shit ton of these games, and then obviously he likely flipped them for a ridiculous oh, yeah. amount of money because they go for like the gold ones go for like ten k a pop. Um, you kind of just make dude. Your own, there was there was one there was stuff. one that went. I'm almost positive one of the Nintendo Championship gold carts went for almost a hundred thousand dollars. I believe it. I believe it. Almost you make your own it price. Yourself. You just make your make it up yourself. It's like yeah. what they're so it's rare. Just, like what do you? So there's no no guide. For Stadium, forty two grand. Not a bad day for that guy. Doing pretty well by that. Tuition in the states for private school. Not uh, not too bad whatsoever. Uh, but there's yeah, there's a handful of those. I mean, there's like Cheetah Men or whatever is another one that that's, that's kind of yeah. rare to get to get your hands mm-hmm. on and and. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, some of them, some of them are pretty, pretty freaking crazy in terms of how much they're they're valued at. Uh, last thing, last topic, gentlemen, before we move into uh, sellout time, I want to talk about this uh, quickly because I looked into it. Uh, this this just hit Gamespot like as I was putting together the list of this first segment. And uh, No Man's Sky uh, apparently either synced up with or has had running and people didn't t- put two and two together yet. Um, but it's it's more obvious now. No Man's Sky uh, put out a website as part of an ARG, like a, an alternate reality game. It's basically... ARGs are, for all intents and purposes, a marketing tool <laughs> that uh, some game companies have used to you know great success and not so much success over the years. And uh, and I guess I guess uh, Hello Games decided that for what appears to be for a major update that's forthcoming uh, within the you know the, the coming months. Uh, I think they listed a, a, a time frame, but. I'm not 100% sure what it what it was now. Um they have this ARG running and it's uh it's pretty crazy. I went to the Reddit page that they're figuring it out. They had People a, a secret to it. They're liking it. 
Oh, people people are really yeah. like going fucking ham for it because it's a really well done one. Like there have been ARGs that have been fucking terrible. This one's pretty well thought out and pretty intricate, and they're kind of stumped right now. They've gotten to a point now where they're actually waiting for some more information uh, to come forth because the community's kind of stumped. They even had a a kind of hidden live stream on Twitch where they had this girl uh, with like this video filter over top and everything, and it was live. And every like 15 minutes for an hour, based on what cities were supposed to be coming through, based on the emails they sent out, she was playing the part and giving information and stuff as it was uh, as it went along. And it it was all dope. I was like, this is fucking awesome. I, I mean, I haven't seen an ARG done well in a long time, and so uh, it was it was pretty cool. And it, and it has me wondering if you know at at, at the very least what the update entails like you have so, to imagine it has to be substantial if you're, you're going like to go so far as this titans and yes you and i are one of the few people who actually played the game for a long period of time and didn't absolutely yes. hate it yes true um so from my perspective they they mentioned like you know titans and other stuff going on so you know this may be that coming out finally um that being said, I'm not super excited about it. Um, again, if they're going to charge money for it, I'm completely turned off to it. But if it's coming out for mm-hmm. free, I'm on board with it because um, they released the foundation update. Um, and they mm-hmm. had two updates in the foundation updates so far. And they were both really good. They added a lot of functionality. They added a lot of features. Um, it made the game probably where, closer to where it should have been at launch. And I enjoyed them and they were totally free. So... Um, if they're coming out with, you know, Waking Titan, then it's going to be free and it's going to be an add-on for it. Um, with the ARG and everything, it will, it's, it's good for them. I think it'll bring them back up a bit more, but again, we kind of need to see what they're promising versus what they deliver. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not even all that, you know, I, I mean, I'm interested in what, uh, the content of the update will be if only because, you know, you don't you don't generally do an ARG to, to you know for a, yeah. a a small you know you know a little update thing. You do it you do it because something substantial is coming. So uh, I'm just interested as to what you know what kind of content that's going to be. And I just like I just I put it in here just because the ARG itself is just yeah. being done really really well. And those kind of events, while they don't hit a huge audience, they'll hit a pool of you know. Sometimes they'll go, uh, you know, 10, 20,000 people will be avidly working the shit out of an ARG and they get kind of complicated. They do like uh, hex codes and they've got people tracing packets and shit from point A to point B. Like stuff gets kind of nutso uh, with with some of these ARGs and that's kind of what this one's been like. And so to watch it's been, uh, been uh, kind of fun. I... Um, I yeah, I, like you said, I didn't I didn't hate No Man's Sky. It was a horribly unfinished game, um, to put it lightly. Uh, but but I I loved that they did it because of the implications of what other games using that kind of technology what it would have in the future. It was like the stepping stone for having yep. uh, such massive space uh, you know space based procedural generation and and being able to even if it's a even if it's a trick going from space down to to surface was just really neat it's like cool. everything else it's is cool. broken as fuck 
but it was cool to see it as a tech piece. And so if they can somehow band-aid some shit onto the game to make it like sort of kind of complete and again continue to like give other developers with more money ideas as to how to handle that genre, then then it's 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 neato. I I sure. personally think um you know, No Man's Sky was was uh it was it was a good it was a great concept but it was not a great game. They they created something that somebody's going to take and do it 50 times better and it's just going to be a, a and and we'll thank them for that. Yeah. But beyond that, that's the show. I, it, much, I don't care what they do at this yeah, point. When they came I'll, out, I'll never turn it on yeah, again. When they came out, I was like this would have been a good game if it was like a $25 indie game. Yeah. And like they would have they would have had a lot better critical reception. Instead of the uh, fifty or sixty dollar game that they they sold us on, I was just like, eh, you didn't really. It meet is that what part. it is. Yeah. I, yeah, it is what it is. I think as soon as they signed on with Sony, it all went tits yeah. up because yeah. originally the price was like thirty yeah. something bucks. Like it was listed for, I think for pre order or some shit, if memory serves for for something along those lines. And then as soon as they were picked up by Sony. The price went straight to full triple A title, and uh, and then of course it was on an indie. It was all up on this like twelve man indie team to tell the world that it was going to be this god tier game that Sony <laughs> needed it to be, uh, and it just did not happen at all, at all. But uh, but yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, that's that's it for side A. No, I'm joking. It's wow. not the it's not the end of side A yet. Side A is technically after we. We done, go into uh, tech support, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. But what it is time for is it's time for uh, some good old-fashioned sellout. So we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to go and get uh, water and attempt to cool myself I down. Is it bad. <laughs> just the heat in this house keeps going up. Uh, so uh, we'll be right back in a couple of minutes to talk about the movie and TV stuff because, holy crap, mm, this week has been a lot. a lot going on. That's because so Comic-Con. Comic-Con just happened. Yeah, so we get all the news. So uh, sit tight. We'll be right back, and uh, we'll be talking movies and TV. Patreon, 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 Patreon. Dungeons & Dragons 5K, let's go. Hey, guys, if you're enjoying Technical Alpha and are interested in supporting us, do I have a solution for you? We've set up a Patreon page to help us help you help us and you. We've got a list of options that would make a used car salesman cry that provide you with a range of goodies for your support. Head on over to patreon.com slash technicalalpha to see what's up for grabs. Do you like badges and stuff? Subscribe to us on Twitch TV to get, well, badges and stuff. Technical Alpha is live streamed every Friday at 8pm Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash technicalalpha, so if you're in the neighborhood, be sure to stop by. Listening to us on iTunes, Google Play Music, or another podcast app? If you're having a good time, be sure to give us a thumbs up. It's a simple thing, but it goes a long way in helping us reach more people, and really... More people should be able to judge us feverishly. It's only fair. Honestly though, while we like to joke about the cello, just being a regular listener is a huge help, and we're incredibly thankful for all of your support. Technical Alpha will continue soon, so sit tight. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen! Ah, We don't have the two-bite brownies now, we have those... Those, uh, the ones at Costco's little, uh, cinnamon, uh, roll things that are the same size mm -hmm. as the two bite brownies. Dude. And oh my God. I swear God. to God, the older I get, the more I love things with cinnamon. I just. <laughs> what? Really? 
I don't know what it is, man, but I have, eat. Have, cin- have, I love cinnamon. I'm like I'm on that. I'm on that cinnamon raisin or bag bagels. Um, those um, mm. Ezekiel bread. Uh, the cinnamon only thing raisin. With cinnamon I like is cinnamon toast crunch. Nah, you know what? I don't even the fuck with that. See. I don't fuck with that. I do. I do though. Fucks with cinnamon sugared cinnamon on your popcorn. I mean, if you're at the movie theater and you just put butter all over that bitch and then you put sugared cinnamon on top, oh my god, it gives it the crunch. You get that cinnamon flavor. It gives the popcorn a flavor. I mean, mm, I want. Cinnamon I actually is- want some cinnamon right now. It is delicious. Uh, in in moderation, of course. Don't be that YouTube guy that thinks I'm going to get away with the cinnamon challenge because you're not. No, it's not. It's no. not going to happen. That's that's no. always going to end poorly. A hundred percent of the time. Yeah, a hundred percent of the time. Uh, actually, you know what? Since we didn't get it in the first half, Mister Maximus Black. Yeah, hit me up with the sound of attempting the cinnamon challenge. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what? I, I I might, you know, I might have to sell out a little bit. I might might be able to do a little bit of that cinnamon challenge there, boys. I don't know. But anyway, back to, back to the noise. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right, ladies and gentlemen, I am now going to attempt to eat this spoon of cinnamon. No problem. I've eaten worse. Here we go. Well done. Very Thanks. well recreated. As uh, very yeah. faithful to uh, to reality. It is it is you you turn into like a like a cartoon version where you you do the whole thing it's just like dust just flies out of your mouth. Mm. It's terrible. Uh I don't suggest you try that at home and if you do, godspeed. Uh you'll godspeed. probably never want to to taste cinnamon again after that. And uh, don't tell so, anyone that we put you up to it. <laughs> no, we we do not we do not endorse any cinnamon challenges accepted on the home front. That is a hundred percent on you, uh, without without question. Movies, gentlemen. There's a lot going on here. We talked a lot about retro stuff already. We have so many movie things. Unless Jeff has something retro we want to talk about before we bounce into the movie stuff, um, then we can get right into it. Is there anything that you wanted to cover before we uh we talked all this? Mm, like movie wise, uh, in, if there was retro, oh. if there's retro stuff, if oh, there's anything no, you wanted no. to cover before we, no, we talked actually quite a bit about retro, so I think I think mm. we're we're good for the week. Okay, so the the first thing I have on on the list that I I have, and, and Mr. Black might have more, Panic might have more. I just put together some stuff uh, that yep. I personally noticed I'm, as the film plebeian uh, of the I'm of the, tri- super uh, the trio. Salty before we get into the actual list. I have a little sure. uh, tale of this week. Um, I had tickets to Dunkirk tomorrow for the uh, 75 millimeter showing. Ooh, Ooh, Ooh shit. And I was super excited because I can't go. Why? Because ah! I've got a family obligation that I have to go to, so I am not able to go to a 75 millimeter showing. Rip. I'm going to try to see if I can get those tickets rescheduled to the following week. Rip. Oh my god. The there's only a, there's only a hundred or so theaters in the states that do it. Yeah, we don't have we don't have yeah. it here, sadly. 
Wow. Uh, I'm going to go see it in IMAX. Oh, I'll yeah. probably go see it tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, like I was like set for 4 p.m. tomorrow. I was all set to go. And then I was just like, all the family stuff came up. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm forgetting I actually, something. And I was going like, to go last night. Dunkirk. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I've heard nothing but good reviews. The only negative reviews that I've been hearing about the movie is that it isn't character driven. It's there. There's no real the historical um, event. It's not really. Yeah, it, it, it's and and also I've heard people say that it it makes you come out like not liking the 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 people that were in the war, like on both sides, because everyone was just for themselves, and it was. But it's so realistic. It's war. Like, what do you expect? Imagine um, that. You know, and it was a different <laughs> time and everything. So. It's apparently just super realistic. The sound is a, is just supposed to be amazing. Um, it's Christopher it's Nolan. Nolan's best work. Yeah, so I can't wait to go see it. Uh, I'm not gonna overly hype myself because I don't yeah. want to go like feeling Happened I'm let twice down already, in some way. Right? Yeah, so <laughs> I'm just I know I'm just gonna go out and enjoy it. I was gonna go last night, um, and then uh, yeah, after I was done doing all the car stuff for the first time in almost a year, my body decided to have a you know an anxiety attack. So. Um, I, by the, I took a nap and shit eventually. And then when I woke up, I still felt just like, I felt You're okay, drained. but I felt drained. Like literally my body, no, you, the feeling. there, there is no way I was going to a movie. And so I had to cancel it on going to see Dunkirk last night, but I'm definitely going to go tomorrow night. I can't wait. Fridays suck because this podcast, God damn it. I told Adam <laughs> that the other day. I'm like, Jesus, We man. need to move this to like a Thursday or something. Oh, my goodness. It's like every Friday something fire comes out in the summer, and I got to do this podcast, and it's like right at the time from like 7 till 9. or from nine. Time. Yeah, it's you miss both shows. You miss the 7 o'clock show and the late show. So, uh, well, we can we can discuss moving it to Thursday if, if, if stuff gets desperate. Uh, it's all, with the it's movie all stuff. good. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it it's out. It's all we'll good. Figure, I'll leave. We'll figure it out. I mean, Dun- Dunkirk does look fantastic. I mean, I think I think that it would have been unrealistic to imagine that this was going to be a character driven, uh, you know, standard piece. Yeah. It's the oh the whole Did time you? I've been seeing it, uh, you know, presented to the public. It's looked it's looked more like almost a a documentary. Mm-hmm. than and than uh than anything else and and which I think is good um for a number of reasons and I think that the people that were in charge of this movie if there was going to be a movie in that style I think this was like the the pantheon of mm-hmm. the, the, that was these were the people that were going to do it so I imagine there's going to be some people that are like this movie sucked I didn't get to they cheer were. for anybody and war is terrible. Jeff, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna love this in such beautiful terms. I, I know you're probably gonna have to say something ridiculously hilarious about it. But USA Today's review has been getting panned by a lot of people because they docked the movie a whole lot of points because there weren't enough strong female lead characters and there were no lead no. people Blacks. of color. Oh yeah. No. And I'm no. like sitting there and I'm like, this is a historical no. movie, bro. No. Like, yeah. Stop. Yeah, because fucking Tyrone and Shaniqua were just running around there in the fucking Yo. war. I'm just like, guys, <laughs> like, guys get off draw it, the dude. line somewhere, that, man. That's that's this, just, this is World War whatever. This, this, is, like this is the new thing, man. This is yeah. it's the new race war right now. Don't you know, right history. What was it like? 2015. It was the transgender yeah. shit, and now it's now it's the 
the the black or the minorities and the women are not being represented. Just like, it's just like, come on, it's one movie. Uh, it's, it's a historical you know, movie. It's a historical movie. What do you want? You you complain when we change the the ethnicity of a of a lead character in a fucking Marvel movie, but yet you now you want to complain that we're not changing the actual historic ethnicities of people that were in this war. Are you fucking yeah, stupid? If it's like a fictional movie, by all means. Be more diverse, but you're literally talking about some historical event that happened. The movie is based on a true thing. Don't rewrite that bullshit. Come on. Uh, Come on. Yeah, you know what like I find the most hilarious about this whole thing is that when people were like getting flustered about it, like, why is there no? I'm like, seriously, there were that, no female it, it, combatants. There were no like they weren't soldiers until recently. Like, does anyone else find it kind of odd that unless the movie was you know, based on an anime, nobody ever says, hey, yeah. where's the Asian guy? <laughs> like, nobody says, like, where's the Asians in this movie? Where's where's all the, the brown problem, guys right? and, and girls? I want to I wanna see that. It's always, oh, there's too many white people. Where are the black people? It's like there's only two the races thing, like, in North America and nobody else fucking exists. I know you guys aren't <laughs> weebs like me, but Full Metal Alchemist is an anime series. It's actually based yes. on Europeans. All the characters yes. are pretty much white. Yes. But when they came up with a live action movie, I was like sitting there. I'm like, this is actually one of the few movies that they could cast white characters and it would be reasonable. But no, they cast all Asian characters and all the characters look really weird. Not to knock them, but they, they don't mesh up. Because it was based on like Germanic people, yep. and it's not. It's it's weird, and that's how and, I yeah, feel about historical movies too. Uh, yeah, and somebody just said in chat, isn't that what it was all about? Ghost in the Shell. Well, Ghost in the Shell is you know an, an anime, it was an Asian and so thing. it was an Asian thing. But c coincidentally, even the guy who, uh, my uh, to my recollection, the artist was like, I didn't base this. I didn't base Major on. Uh, a Japanese woman is just an android, and in fact, it was it represents she was she was more representative of a of a of a European look than anything else. And so, pe when people got all like tits in a twist over Scarlett Johansson uh, taking the lead role, it was ridiculous. But that's what I mean. Like, unless it's an mm -hmm. anime related thing, every nobody brings up any other race. There's no there's 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 no like um, East Indian. There's no Asian. Well, that's just because it's no, it's it's America. It, it, it's, it's not even just America. White. It's just uh. it's it's just it's the same thing in Europe. It's the same thing in North America. For one, like there aren't a lot of Asian movie stars. There's not a lot of Hispanic movie stars. There's not a lot of. Um, Whatever you know, uh, in Indian uh, movie stars, Bollywood's uh, its own. It's Bollywood own has universe. its own fucking thing, and it's a massive, yeah. massive in and on its own. And also, when it comes to Asians represented in movies, Asians are also pretty obsessed with American culture, so they yeah. don't really care that they're not always represented. The only time that and and China is is definitely. Huge now for movies. China loves shitty American movies for some. Oh reason. yeah, they they love they love it. But the now you're starting to see they ate up Warcraft. You're starting to see Asian, like one Chinese character because to, to, to appease to <laughs> appease China because China's China's going to watch the American movies anyway. But if you have one relatable character and all Ooh. the rest are your American 
you know, people that they obsess over and they want to look like, um, you know, and I'm being very, you know, kind of ignorant when I say that. But you know what I'm saying? The the, the a- Asians are very, very obsessed with American culture. They just are. I mean, that's just it, it's just how it is. Um, and that's Chinese why food restaurants are super popular in China. It, yeah. So it's um th- that that's why that's why. So really, it's a, it's a battle of, of white and black in Hollywood. And it's it's always sort of so been dumb. that way. So it's, it's so it, it is stupid. stupid. It's so shallow. It's, it's so dumb. Stupid. It's dumb as fuck. Of all of all the things for them to and they're going to get completely reamed on this one because of all the things to pick your battles on, you go for a recreation of a World yeah. War Two fucking battle. Seriously, I mean, this, this came is from the today's one show, bro. Who gives a fuck at this no, no, point? No, no, How USA serious today, do? Actual newspaper like outlet. You, like, yeah, US, guys, yeah, yeah. I'm like journalism, just, please. Just yeah. come the fuck on. Uh, but yeah, Dunkirk. News, Trump must not have tweeted out anything that morning. Dunkirk looks dope for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. The first thing that I had on on my list of, of things I saw this week for the first time was the trailer for Bright, which is the mm-hmm. Will Smith Netflix movie. Dude, that's um, weird, man. I don't know what the fuck that is. That was, you know what Magic I got when I was watching cops. it? You know, I, I, okay. So as I'm watching the trailer, right? I, I, you know, I saw it for the first time on TV. I think it was only like last night, night before, or whatever. I'm watching TV with Gabs, and and this trailer comes up, and um, and I was like, oh shit, this is a Netflix movie with Will Smith. That's pretty fucking dope. Was my immediate first thought was okay. Will Smith's in a Netflix movie. Fire. All right. And then we get into it, and it's called Bright, which tells you nothing about the movie. So we keep, you know, it gets into its thing or whatever, and all of a sudden I'm watching Will Smith in like a bathrobe beating the shit out of a fairy on his hummingbird feeder or whatever the fuck, beating it into the ground. And I was like, all right, that's a little, it's a little weird. And he gives his traditional, you know, Will Smith sharp yeah. one-liner, you know, keep doing ghetto shit. It's not like I'm trying to sell my house, walks back inside, whatever, you know, that was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I started getting like, I started getting Will Smith in Men in Black. Yeah. Was was exactly how I felt, kind of at that point. I saw and Men in Black the, the Magic, but then the movie, then the movie, then the trailer just kept getting more and more fucking weird. Then all of a sudden, he was like with a uh, like an alien, his alien sidekick in the police force, and I was like, all right, that's that's cool, whatever. Apparently, he's an orc. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess I found out later, uh, and I was like, all right, f- fine, I'm with you. And then. I find out the whole movie is centered around them getting a magic wand. And I went, that's nope, what, wait. That's why it's fu- bright. I'm pretty stop, sure the magic stop. wand is bright, and that's why they call it bright. It looks stop. like it looks like a mix between, um, I don't even know Men in Black. I I, I would say um, Suicide Squad, because I do believe it's the same director. It's very it Suicide is, yeah. Squad-y. Um, the and then it, also, it was Men in Black. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the same director from Suicide it Squad. Is. Um, so it's, it is basically, I feel like Suicide Squad meets that shitty R.I.P.D. movie. Do you ever watch that movie? Oh, Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds. The Dead dead Police Officer stuff? Yes. So I feel like it's kind of like a mix between those two. It's, it feels, it's, it's like it's dark. They have, you know, really cool practical effects for some of the, these characters and, and stuff. And it had a little bit of Hancock in there too. Um, I wish they'd make Hancock too. Yeah, Let's they, they talked there. about it for a while. But you know what, dude? It's it's Will Smith. It's a Netflix movie. I I'm think gonna it's going it. to end up being good. I'm going to watch it. It's going to be yeah. free to watch. I'm going to well, it's, yeah. I pay for Netflix. I'm going to watch it. I mean, fuck, I, I can watch think, it in, the, in my own house. There's no risk. Uh, it's not like no, I'm going to I movie just, theater. I just think 
I just like, think that Will. I just think not Will Smith. I just think the trailer did it no justice. I think it was just a really shit trailer. Uh, like uh, it was like watching I the wish, Evil Within trailer again. Like I was confused when I was watching it. Yeah, I was definitely yeah, like, I felt like I was watching like, three different movies, happening? three different franchises. It was weird. Like I said, I, well, I was right with them until I saw and heard Magic Wand, and then I heard them say the word Magic Wand like yeah. five times <laughs> in yeah, that yeah, trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was I like, stop too, saying Magic Wand because it's making this move, this movie feel cheap. Just stop saying it, yeah. Magic it Wand. It cheapens it big time. <laughs> I I honestly thought it was going to be like a Netflix series and then i'd be like okay this makes sense maybe there'll be mm. you know there's a lot going on here maybe after a lot of I you know three or four episodes into like a luther style four episode series or whatever <laughs> but Sorry, if it's like an hour and a half ones. two hour movie yeah. and it seems like there's a lot going on yeah. i don't know what to think but we'll see um we'll see. yeah well yeah we're uh, i think I, i'm definitely gonna watch it uh for sure um and uh yeah that was re- that really my only major complaint was as stupid as it sounds the magic wand magic thing wand. Yeah. <laughs> Way too many times was it said it cheapened the fuck out of it. There is a million different things they could have called that, and I would have been so much more comfortable with it. And for whatever reason, they stuck with fucking magic wand. Um, they're already talking about if there was a sequel about the fact that they'd be going into like the history of like the the orcs and the elves in New York or whatever. And I was like, okay, that sounds fucky enough for me to watch it. But sure, whatever. So we're gonna find out <laughs> what that's about eventually. Was there was there a release for that? I didn't actually catch. At the end of it, Soon. I didn't see it. It's this year, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Sometime Probably this summer, um, I would imagine. Well, I mean, Netflix has kind of had to stagger because... their stuff out because they had some pretty big releases. Like literally, like yeah, Rogue true. One just came out on Netflix, which is like the first Star Wars movie ever on like a streaming service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Then they've got Defenders coming out in like the next couple of weeks. Um, they've got a couple of their other series coming out, and then over the next couple of months. Month, they spent a hundred million dollars on this movie, so I'm guessing uh, it's got to be. I'm hoping it's at least pretty good. That's that's yeah, that's all I can so. hope for. Is it's is it's pretty good. Uh, the now I'll keep this all movie related first before before going into TV stuff that I wrote down here. Um, the next let's talk about another trailer. I guess that makes sense. We'll keep on the trailer hype. Uh, the new Saw movie trailer, Jigsaw. Looks bad. <laughs> like that's a franchise that's really, guy. Like, <laughs> like really bad. I did we need another Saw movie? Like how no. many exist at this point? I think there's like, ten. Six, like five, six. Oh, what? what ten? Five? Ten? Are uh, you maybe I've just been blocking them out, crack, dude. There's so much more than five, <laughs> I dude. There's five Saw movies. Oh, uh, there's at least eight. At least. Let me. That's I'm gonna. Good. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Googling it now. How they many went, Saw they movies? Went full, they went I full say, land before time. Like what the fuck are they? <laughs> yeah, look at that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, the number eight. Number eight. Wow. You know they're gonna go to wow. ten, right? Saw X. Oh, you know it's coming. They did Saw six, and then they had like Saw three D, and then there's like another one in there. Wow. Okay, so there is. So there is. Uh, is there still only? Where's Saw three D at? Which one was that? Was that number uh, three? No, no, it was called Saw three D. Okay. So they oh. have. They yeah, That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, there, there's there's a lot. Well, here's here's the thing. They're cheap as fuck to make, and you put them out on mm. Halloween, and people want to go watch a horror movie. They, they make and money. And Saw yeah. is a brand that people can recognize. They know they're going to get some cheap scares, and that's the show. Six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. They've gone seven years without a Saw movie. Yeah, it's been a while. Wow. 
Wow, okay. Well, maybe there's just been so many that I feel like this last one came out like last friggin' year. I mean, it just seems like I've been inundated with, with Saw movies. But uh, I just the, all that aside, you know, just looking at it in its own thing, the trailer was pretty bad. The music they chose for it made no friggin' sense whatsoever. I didn't watch it, dude, uh, to be honest with you. And, and, and yeah, it, 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 was, it was weird. Like, they were going for that juxtaposition shit where they had like a kind of an upbeat-ish song uh you know up against people getting chained up and dragged towards buzz saws and all the usual fuckery <laughs> uh that is in a a saw movie and there was even a really bad one-liner joke that was just like really what the fuck so you got this this already oh dude he has this already shit music going in the background and then here comes after all this build-up here comes jigsaw out on his tricycle or whatever and the fucking (laughs) the eyes are lit up or whatever and it and it cuts to one of the people chained up and fuck whatever you know he's about to get cut in half or whatever the fuck they do in these movies now and he goes and he goes he he says well that isn't creepy or anything wow that's (laughs) so their budgets went from you know 10 to 15 million to 400,000 that's they just couldn't afford a writer. They just they couldn't afford anything. <laughs> it's like they're self parodying, uh, parodying, par- par- parody, parodying. Is that even yeah, a word? It's kind of a weird thing to say. Self parodying, parodying. So we'll just say self parody. We'll just stick with that. I don't okay. know. That's a word. There's a word in there somewhere. Fuck English. Um. Yeah. So it was it was bad. Uh. And they should feel bad. But was. Did you guys watch, like, how many of the Saw movies have you guys individually seen? Like, have you watched many of them? Zero. Uh, I've seen <laughs> one, two, three, four, and five. Damn! I don't think I watched six. Damn! I know Seven I didn't watch Saw the 3D. 3D. Saw 7 yeah, was the 3D one. I, I didn't watch the 3D one. I th- I definitely Damn. watched the first six, I would say. Maybe even... Okay. Th- maybe, yeah, first six, I would say. Last one I didn't watch. Was there any point in time in which those movies weren't complete garbage, or you know what? did it start it, off okay? No, well, it's, it, it started off really well simply because it was... I do believe the original Saul started off as a short film, and it was like a promotional thing for a new uh, production company that was going to be producing mm-hmm. horror movies. And so, that was James Wan, wasn't it? Yeah, I do believe it was James Wan who who is I don't know if he directed the original. I, know he, I think he did. I'm like pretty the, sure he, he did, did like I'm, one of one or two of them. I think he was yeah, like the original go. guy. Yeah. James Wan. There you go. Um, so yeah, James Wan. Um, yeah, it was like his big debut, and it was like a short film. It did really, really well. So the budget was 1.2 million, and it did 121 million. Obviously, at that point, they're going to greenlight another one. Um, second one was 4.6 million budget and made even more money worldwide, 170 million. Third one, they upped it again. I remember Saw three because the the production of it went up big time. It was over 11 million budget and they made 183 million dollars, and that was where they peaked. And then after that, it went to 150, 119, 69, and then the 3D one did uh did really well with 138 million. And that's because it was 3D and you had to pay like an extra three bucks or whatever for yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. The, to get into it. the shit. You know what? I will say this about the Saw movies. The first one was great. The, the first one, it wasn't as like, it wasn't as groundbreaking as say the Blair Witch Project, but it was 
it kind of had that feel to it where it was it had never been done like that before it was very closed intimate one, one area one, it brought it back like the gore horror like the horror psychological thriller yeah, type and ones it, it was cool like it was a cool like little hostile. film um so that was good number 2 it wasn't as good of a movie but they had more budget and they did some cooler shit and so really after 2 it became more of how do we one-up the deaths? And things started to become progressively more dumb. Uh, the characters were just, cr- like, shitty, like, Z-list actors that were, like, models trying to make it in Hollywood, and they would just, you know, <laughs> give them a fucking Snickers bar and pay their rent for two weeks, and they would do the movie. So, you know, in terms of <laughs> acting, that really dumbed it down a lot. But there is always something um, relatively smart about the movies, the way they did the the traps and these like uh, these games that the killer would want to play. And, and even though you thought you've seen it all, they managed to come up with some really ridiculous things that would creep you out. So it was, it was torture porn and that was the show. They made money from torture porn and then eventually people became desensitized with it. And it just wasn't, it wasn't even scary anymore. It became almost a parody. It, It became like a scary movie. Where you're just like, really? Is this real life? You, you know, where's yeah, the Wayne's yeah. Brothers right now? Because if if a Wayne's Brother popped out, you'd think that it was a scary movie. So I'm hoping that with a seven year break, uh, <laughs> they come back and they they make it dark, gritty, and scary. Um, and hopefully James Wan is part of it in some way. I'd be surprised if he is. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he might produce it. I, I have no idea. But yeah, anyway, that's enough about Saw. I'm I'm sawed out. <laughs> uh, all right, let's, let's, Spirit let's, Brothers, by the way, for the directors on that. Okay. Oh, okay. There you go. Um, let's talk about. All right, so we've talked about Pacific Rim here before uh, on the podcast. All three of us like Pacific Rim. It's Wait, is a, that happening? A, it was a, yeah, a yeah. Very solid. Uh, yeah, Pacific Rim Two is a thing. So panic oh, yeah. can now sleep sleep easy. Not yeah, only is it happening, too. I love the but star. John Boyega is the fucking star in it. Yeah, this is Time not a prequel. Home. It's like sequel. It's a sequel. Okay. Yeah, it's called Pacific Rim Uprising. Because the only other thing I would want to uh, see, other than a sequel, is I would love to see them do like a prequel with Idris Elba and his story and like the whole start mm. of like the Jaeger stuff. I they feel like Idris Elba needed more time, more yeah, screen I feel, time. Yeah, I, 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 they, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't try and do that since Idris Elba is such a huge movie star now. Um, but you know what, man? I'll be honest too. At the same time, I'm tired of pre- of prequels. I'm I'm prequeled mm. the fuck out. Um, I, 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 you know, I I would much rather this. I would much rather like a movie like Pacific Rim. It was a great movie, or you know, like even Planet of the Apes and all the original Planet of the Apes came up. Then we get the new prequel uh, trilogy that we got, which incredible. The the last one, the War on the Planet of the Apes or whatever, absolutely fucking amazing. It was good. Oh, I'm probably going to go see that tomorrow. Oh, my God, dude. You run out and see it, man. Woody Harrelson is just... Oh, uh, man, it's am I it's, am I allowed to love Woody Harrelson almost more than anyone else in Hollywood? Is that OK? It's well, that's the yeah. thing. Like, I've been hearing so many mixed reviews <laughs> no. for, for the planet of the Apes. Go see, go see like, it, I'm going to go see it because yeah. I need to have my own opinion on it because I've watched the first two. Yeah, but, yeah. Like everyone's been like, it was terrible. It was amazing. No, it was OK. No. I'm like, yeah, it, what is wrong with everyone? 
it's a perfect conclusion to that. So what I was yeah. getting at is there's so many movies that are coming out that do really, really well, and it's almost as if Hollywood is scared to make a sequel because sequels typically are not that great and don't meet expectations. So they just go the the prequel route. I mean, five, six years ago, we would just, even 10 years ago, 15 years ago, we would just get sequel after sequel after sequel. Now they put out a movie and it's like insta prequel. It's like, wh- why are, where, why, why yeah, are yeah. we going backwards already? Why not finish the story and then go back and, and, and do a prequel um, or reboot it's a like, franchise and it's, it's start like it doing, as a prequel and then move your way up. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, it's Backwards. like, they're, it's like they're, 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 it's like they're doing a macro version of starting in the middle and then going back to the beginning and then running all the way through it again, except instead of within one movie, they're doing it over the course of an entire franchise and they're yeah. planning it out as such. I think I think we're getting a lot of prequels because people like to get backstories to characters that they enjoy. So I think some of them are just they're well, banking on the fact that the characters it, are gonna be loved enough to people for people to want to see because part of origin it was stories. Pacific Rim was Guillermo del Toro had limits on what he could produce, so he's he wanted to make sure that he got a complete story out if he didn't get any other movies. So he he did the story, which for Pacific Rim it was self-contained. But now yeah. he's got he got he I think they gave him another movie and he had to choose between doing the sequel or going into more Idris Elba's story because that was what the, that was the other one they were talking about. Um, so I I, so I, I feel about happy with either. How do we feel about John? I, I'm down for John it. Boyega is amazing, dude. Uh, he's he's gonna be he's gonna be well. I was gonna say he's gonna be a movie star. I mean, he is a movie star now, but he's been well, getting I a mean, lot of roles, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's been getting a lot, uh, just a lot of because he's been busy filming Star Wars movies. So obviously, the roles that he takes can't be overly huge. Um, but I'm sure this will be as long as this movie does well. He's on his way to becoming a movie star. I mean, technically, he's a star by default because he's part of the Star Wars franchise. But um, the guy is really talented. He can definitely hold a movie. I, I'm I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I love John John Boyega. He's great. I yeah. Uh, I, I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him outside of the Star Wars movie personally that I can think of off the top of my head. So I I can't speak to his acting ability uh but it's pacific rim he doesn't really need to knock this yeah. shit out of the park uh, <laughs> yep. uh in some sort of crazy way i think that the fact that he is just an honestly um super likable dude yeah. is going to carry him more than enough for pacific yep. rim i mean he's he's like he's just he's so he's such a fucking nice dude he's just so whatever he's he's so relaxed um uh which is you know kind of same with daisy uh, with daisy as well but i feel like they tried to make Daisy look more like that, but Johnny, or, or I'll just I'll call him Johnny, but uh, John just seems like that is fucking him. That like, like John wakes up in the morning and he's just yeah. like a puppy, fucking yeah. just he's like Tom Holland, right? It, it's yeah, it's he's these excited. It's, it's these new, yeah. th- because he genuinely is excited. He obviously he always wanted to be an actor. He's made it big. He's having fun. He he hasn't become a jaded Hollywood star yet. Every, he's soaking it all in. He's He's enjoying the moment. He's living in it. He's giving it all he's got. He's getting well received, and he—you could tell he's having fun no matter what. I'm sure the guy always has a smile on his face on set. He's probably a pleasure to work with, and 
they haven't just they haven't broken his spirits yet. So uh, right now he's 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 just fun. He's just fun to watch on screen. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to more information on that. Uh, the first one is uh, a really what I call like a popcorn movie. It's a fantastic movie to watch. The spectacle in three fucking quarters. And if you ever wanted, to, I'll say this every time I mention this movie. If you buy a new sound system, the first movie that you should be testing your sound system with is Pacific Rim because it will it will separate the men from the boys. Uh, uh, in in there, they spent a lot of time and money. On the audio in that fucking movie, it's crazy. Um, I just love the movie so yeah. because it's it's not it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's a good action movie. No. It has a decent plot. Acting's mediocre at best, but it's still a good movie. Yep, like, it's, just it's a Del Toro film. Yeah, you're it's just gonna Del go Toro in to enjoy it. It's you know he he does he does pretty good stuff. What's uh, not to like about giant robots beating the crap last, out of monsters? <laughs> that's true. Last uh, last thing movie wise that I had before the one TV thing, and then we'll I'll ask if you guys had any other movie related stuff. Um, Valerian, that's a movie a lot of people seem to be talking about right now. And when I uh, when I went on before the podcast to see what the general consensus and stuff has been, uh, I have not seen a movie be so divisive amongst reviewers and 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 people who have gone to watch it in a long time like there are either people saying this movie is fucking awesome or that it's garbage i'm not seeing a lot of in-betweeners on this one i'm not seeing people going eh. I'm, I'm, I'm either seeing big thumbs up or fucking like two thumbs down uh i, I just listed here for for shits you know uh, roger ebert four to four then you go to rotten tomatoes and it's and it's 57 percent then Peter you Jackson said, says it's say one tomatoes? of the did you just go tomatoes. Tomato, tomato, tomato. Um, and then and then Peter Jackson says one of the best films in years, and I'm like, well, who the fuck am I listening to right now? Who's who is the who My is the is, answer to, to I saw this, that this qualm? I saw that trailer, and I thought, oh, it looks so this bad. Is like this is like Jupiter ascending, only yes. worse. And it feels like they're trying <laughs> yeah. to make some other franchise launch type thing. But they targeted it towards like the tween demographic. Yeah, because I think it's like a it's a novel to movie yeah, adaptation. Yeah, and I'm thing, like, right? it's like it's like a, it's like trying to play on like the sci-fi part of like Jupiter Ascending and all that with like the Hunger Games, Divergent, Insert, whatever that all the other franchise. That's because that's called. what that's because that's what it is, bro. And I looked that's at what it, it is, I'm yeah. like, this is gonna be a pile of I steaming s- hot garbage that yeah. you then microwave <laughs> to get it to steam more. I saw Rihanna and I checked the fuck out. All I'm right? like, I'm not <laughs> watching this shit. Because if you're a director and you think it's smart to grab Rihanna, it's either you are desperate to like tap into her 14-year-old female fan base or you just have such a shitty-ass budget and a script that you are just desperate to get Rihanna in your movie, all right? You know, she's beautiful to look at, but man, I just can't take any has Rihanna been in, in any work, movie work, work, that's work, been work, good? Work. I mean, usually that there's just this type of stink that has been attached to Rihanna, <laughs> and it's not because of Rihanna, it's just typically the shitty there's no good director that's going to run out and ask Rihanna to be in their she's movie. Not an it's just it's just not going to do not it. An so, she doesn't you know have the what range. I You know what I expect from this? I expect it to be as not as bad as I think it is. I expect a couple of cool scenes and and like a concept that could have worked with a bigger budget and a better director and actual actors. And uh, and it's just going to fall short on so many things to the point where I'm like, I wasted my money. 
Like I Kayla didn't even want to watch it. Kayla saw the preview. She's like, "That looks interesting," and I'm thinking to myself, "Yeah, it would to you." Like, but yeah, you're yeah. like the demographic wow. they're going for for. It's just not. It's not going to be for me. I already. It looked like it was so. trying to be like high sci-fi for the mainstream, though, it, and I was just it, like, nope. It looked like Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and Matrix. It had no had identity. A love child and and it was like it, it had an extra like chromosome. A shitty, it looked like a shitty Fifth Element. Exactly. It would. It just looked bad. It looked like the Jupiter ascending is like a perfect way to that per- is describe well, when, this when, crap. It was so hyped yeah, and so when, bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh my when god. He, when yeah, when Panic said Jupiter ascending, I was like, oh my god, yes, because that movie. I I saw that on TV and and. Uh, uh, Gabs wanted to see it, and we watched it, and it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Like that's not hy- hyperbole. It was, <laughs> honest to God, one of the it's worst bad. movies I've ever watched. Uh, and it's a that's, that's perfect because this looks like it. Like it wasn't even a spectacle. There was there was no no real redeeming quality. It looked very forced. That movie. I'll yeah, it was, it. everything was everything was 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 forced for sure. Uh, okay. Uh, I have one movie, oh, TV-related thing there that you guys can see. Do you have any other movie-related stuff that happened? No, I think I think that's pretty much it. I've, we're almost at the two-hour mark, so I think we're yeah. We just we'll, we'll have this little. This last one was really um really a short thing. I just wanted to get uh your your guys' thoughts on this. I will give a verbal warning. That's why I'm also putting this at the end for anyone the the odds of there being a spoiler here that is that is tragic to somebody is basically zero but if you're somebody for game of thrones that doesn't even want to to hear the name game of thrones be uttered uh for the entire time that the season is running now's the time to uh to uh you know turn everything off uh, cuz after this we'll be wrapping up and moving on to side b <laughs> but uh, but uh, I just that wanted to side talk. A, side B shit. It was it's fire. It's fire. Uh, but I just wanted to talk and see what you guys thought of it because there are more and more people. I didn't know that it was going to explode like this on the internet, but it did. <laughs> it totally did. Um, Ed Sheeran was on the Game of Thrones premiere, and when I was at Jeff's and we were watching this. And you hear this singing during the scene. And Jeff pipes up immediately and says, that sounds like Ed Sheeran. And in my head, I went, fuck that. There's no way they put Ed Sheeran in Game of Thrones. And sure as shit, five seconds later, there's Ed Sheeran (laughs) (laughs) singing on screen. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And not because because I don't like Ed Sheeran. I think Ed Sheeran makes dope music. I think he's a super likable dude. Uh, he's another one of those puppies. Like he just, you throw him out there and he's just fucking Ed Sheeran and he's, he's like harmless, whatever. Um, but it just, it just seemed like it cheapened the episode for me. It seemed so forced. He was even in a singing role for God's sake. Like they, it almost felt like a shitty infomercial for Ed Sheeran. (laughs) Uh, it was really weird. Uh, I mean, and it, and it isn't because he acted poorly. I mean, he had like four sentences. No. No. It broke the immersion. Uh, it just yeah, what it I heard. the immersion yeah, it was gone. Like bad. It did. I mean, it's not like he acted horribly or anything. He no. did fine. But it was Ed Sheeran, dude. I heard the voice, and I, even before I saw him, I said, "Is that Ed Sheeran?" And then boom, yeah. I see Ed Sheeran's face. I'm like, what "The fuck it's is like, Ed Sheeran like doing in this?" Seeing Rihanna in a movie. 
Yeah, exactly. It's just, I don't know. I didn't like it either. I wasn't a huge fan of it. But I wasn't like up in arms like some some people were. Like they were going crazy uh, about this. And the thing is, is Conor McGregor was supposed to be in this season as well. And he ended up uh, refusing it for a fight. So um, I don't know what is up with them and bringing in these celebrities, um, these pop stars. Uh, They they need to keep that shit away from this shit. Like that stuff works in quality TV show. You don't need star power. Yeah, you just don't. Everyone's watching the show anyway. You know, we don't care about Ed Sheeran's newest album. Like, you know, we can find that anywhere else. Um, just keep it Game of Thrones, please. Thank you. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's it. But it it did. Uh, internet went fucking bonkers over it. It was it was oh, yeah. kind of crazy. Well, uh, rightfully and, so. I mean, it, it it's a hardcore show for hardcore fans. But they were and, they were but they were going after Ed Sheeran over it. I was like, I mean, fucking come on now. It's not that like we said. It's not that he acted poorly. He didn't really have the chance to act poorly. Like no, there was no real lines. opportunity. Uh, you know, he. I even felt like this is gonna sound weird, but I even felt like he did a good job about not. Um, not moving too much when he was technically on camera, but not supposed to, like he wasn't the one talking or whatever. You know, sometimes you'll get extras that are in the background of a shot, uh, and they're, they're doing too much shit and it kind of like pulls your eye away from what the fuck is happening. He even managed to avoid that shit. Like he literally, it's like he showed up for five minutes, sat down, did his fucking shtick, didn't move, zipped his lips. They handed him out the door, and the fucking show went on. And then people were like, oh my god, Ed Sheeran, boo-hoo, and went on to this fucking rampage. And coincidentally, he was going to be deleting his, or or shutting down his Twitter for a period of time for a totally different reason. And then people were like, oh my god, he shut off his Twitter because people are reaming him for Game of Thrones. And they went on this big friggin' like stink about that. To the point where the director from Game of Thrones came out and defended Ed Sheeran. I was like, what is even happening right now? What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> like, what are, we, what are we doing? It was bad, but it wasn't that bad. I mean, come on now. But I do, I do, I would appreciate it if they, like you said, Jeff, we could just take all those. I appreciate that there are fans that are stars and that you want, you know, favors from them in the future. But don't fucking put them in your show <laughs> so that you can get a favor from them later on. Be like, remember that time I put you on Game of Thrones? Now I'm on I want my, you to come to I'm my daughter's my birthday party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need you to yeah. come to my kid's birthday party and I sing some songs. Sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need you to sing at my son's bar mitzvah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that was that was kind of silly. It was it was whatever. Um, but yeah, that that's 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 I get uh, that's all I've got for for TV and, and movie stuff. You guys, anything anything else before we wrap this up? That's it. That's it. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, gentlemen, at the two hour mark on the dot, which is kind of impressive for us, really. Uh, we're gonna end side A. Take a breather here on the live stream. But for those of you on iTunes or YouTube, you get to wait a couple days, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, before you can hit up that side B action. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for the continued support on iTunes with those reviews. That Keep those coming if you haven't already. That's five star side A rating. <laughs> uh, really appreciate it, guys. And uh, props. I'm going to give props to YouTube before we head out for not turning in to Dunkirk in the comments section <laughs> after last week's tech, uh, tech support. I fully expected 
like World War Three in that shit, and it was dead. We've had we've had more arguments over the dumbest shit, and then of all the ones for the comment section to be perfectly calm on, that was the one. I don't even know how to respond to that, but to say good fucking job. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you're uh, if you're not going to be able to catch us until the next part, thank you for listening once again. For those of you here on the live stream, we'll be back in a few minutes. But until we see you one way or another, peace. Peace.